Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. Welcome to our podcast, Eternity Viewpoint. We are studying in the book of James right now. I want to begin with verse number 7 of James chapter 1. For let no man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. We are thinking about uh, consistency. The Bible says in Romans 12, excuse me, 1 Corinthians 15, 58, be ye stead, therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The Bible says, be ye steadfast, unmovable. I mean, standing put, standing solid. Uh, the book of Psalms says, uh, Psalm 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. But the whole idea is we need to be steadfast. We need to be solid. We need to be planted. We need to be firm. We need to have our feet set upon a rock and uh, have a new song in our mouth, praise to our God. Those are the things that we need to be doing. Uh, How do we do that? So how do we keep ourselves from being unstable? Well, as I said, we need to be on solid ground, and of course, solid ground is the Word. The Bible says, the Lord's our rock, and Him we hide, a shelter in the time of storm. So, setting our feet on Him, uh, putting our faith and trust in Him, as I said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, in all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. When I was at Cedarville College, I remember one of the classes that we took there, and I believe also had at Baptist Bible College, was called uh, Ethics. And certainly with Ethics, there were lots of philosophies and thoughts that the uh, world has regarding uh, thoughts that the world has regarding uh, uh, how we ought to live. Situation Ethics is one of those things. So in other words, it depends what situation you're in, it's okay to lie in certain particular situations is what they would teach. And certainly we know that's not the the way that Scripture teaches. We need to be solid. We need to be trusting in the Lord and depending upon His principles, living the life which He wants us to live, pleasing Him in everything that we say and do. So uh, if we're not that way, we're going to just be bouncing around. Now, I'll tell you one thing. I do not, I have been on one cruise in my life, and it was probably the last one, even though I survived that, I did okay. It wasn't a disaster. My wife actually got sick, and she's 
She's good on cruises. She's been on a lot of them. That was my first. But I can tell you, I don't, I don't look to do another one. Why? Because I don't enjoy the water. I mean, I, I don't mind being in it for a little while as long as I know that I'm not going to be stuck out in it. I mean, I can't swim very good. So, in fact, uh, I would be go- I'd be down in that water for a few minutes, and that would be it. I'd be over for me. So I'm not going to look at those waves and see them. Now, sitting on the seashore on a beach and looking at the water coming in, if there's not a storm, sure, you can enjoy watching the waves. You can look out on some pictures and see some beautiful scenery. I was on the Sea of Galilee in a boat for about an hour, and I was fine with that. But I don't want to spend too much time looking at those waves. Just that rolling of that tide is going to make me seasick after a while. And the Bible talks about he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let that, that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So we need not to be thinking, uh, you know, just going back and forth with our faith, not sure what it is that we should believe. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. But we're also told, let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. You know, humility is something that all of us would like to have. If we think we've arrived, then we don't have it. And uh, the Bible tells us to humble ourselves before God. All that's saying to us is, let's, let's always understand that we aren't it. We aren't everything that we think we are. As I've talked about athletics, oftentimes we think we're better than what we really are. And uh, maybe we're, as a referee, we think we can do, we can work the big game when reality is we're probably fooling ourselves. Uh, we're not to that position in our lives and we're probably not going to get there. We're, we're only going to go so far, but, you know, do the best that we can with the ability that we have. But depend upon the Lord. We get into some certain situations and struggles in our lives, and we say, okay, God, I've gone as far as I can go. I don't know where to turn. I, I can only look to you, and you're the only one that can help me. So we're calling out to him. We're asking him for the help. And oftentimes uh, I have had some situations in my life where I've maybe been up for a board position in certain organizations and I've had an interview or whatever and in every particular situation either a board position or a chaplain I've been turned down I think one time I worked as a hospital chaplain but uh, now because of my uh, credentials as far as uh, what my degrees are and so forth uh, I wouldn't be considered good enough to get one of those positions I've interviewed in some other areas and every time I've tried I took some training as a chaplain for NASCAR down in Texas. Guess what? Got back to uh, the Denver area, and they didn't want to use me. So uh, we can we can take all those things, and we say, well, uh, I don't get it. But the reality is, we just got to keep serving the Lord, and so it's not uh, we're not we don't have to be some big shot somewhere. We just need to serve the Lord with what we're able to do. And I'm thankful that I have an opportunity to uh, share and do a podcast. Now, it isn't easy to do, and it isn't the greatest that you've probably listened to. I know that for sure. But the opportunity to share with people who might not listen to someone else, who might be willing to listen to me, that's a blessing. That's that's a, a gift from God. 
And the Bible says, as I said in James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, cometh down from the Father of lies, with whom is no variables, neither shadow of turning. I'm thankful that I have an opportunity to record this broadcast. I'm thankful that I've got a son who's willing to help me and and uh, inject his uh, technology into this thing because I wouldn't have a clue what I was doing. I could record it, and that's all I could do, and I wouldn't know what to do after that, so I'm thankful for that. But the brother of low degree rejoicing, he is exalted. It's like someone that goes to some feast and they go up to sit. I, I know uh, for a number of occasions I've gone to uh, the Colorado prayer breakfast before COVID. They had that at the Capitol or the Civic Center every year, and you'd go there, and they'd have it all set up in tables, and they'd have numbers one at the front, number 400 at the back, and I never had number one or number 10 or number 20. It was always 400 and something. Why? Because I wasn't some big celebrity was there, but I was thankful I was able to be there. And it would have been stupid for me to go up and sit in chair number one and say, okay, well, this is where I want to sit today. Well, I'm sorry, that's reserved for the governor. That's reserved for so-and-so. You need to go to the back. We've got a chair all the way in the back for you. No, the Bible talks about oftentimes people try to uh, thump out their chest. The Bible says, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. So pride is not going to get us anywhere. But humility, and that's something we always strive for, it's not something easy to get or to have, but God can help us with that. Uh, the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. So... Uh, Think about the sun in the summertime. We've had we've had a wonderful time with grass and green grass because of all the rain that we've received of late. But as the summer goes further on, we get less rain. And as we get less rain, we end up getting uh, uh, browner grass and then it dies. And it's, uh, you know, it looks like it's never coming back again. But somehow, some way, God always allows it to come back again. But... Uh, the grass withereth, the flower falleth, the grace of the fashion of it perisheth, so also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. You get the flowers, you get the roses, you get the lilacs, you get the uh, dahlias, you get the uh, uh, lilies, all those different flowers. They all look great for a while, but eventually they uh, fizzle up and die. I don't know if that's the word I want, but they dry up and they die. And the leaves and the... Uh, pieces of them fall off and guess what they're done for the season they brought beauty for a while but then they're gone and you know what that's exactly what happens to the person the rich man who doesn't know God. the bible says so shall the rich man fade away in his ways the bible says what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Think about the man in the scripture. The Bible talks about he's going to, he's so excited about what he's been able, the riches he's been able to get, the harvest that he's got. And he thought, you know, I'm going to tear down my barns and big, big, build bigger barns and fill them up and so forth and said, uh, guess what? 
you're not thinking properly. You're dependent upon what you can do. You're thinking about how great you are, and I'll show you what I can do, and I'm going to take it all away. Think about those people who've depended upon riches, and all of a sudden some calamity comes along and they lose everything. Maybe they are a part of some scam that uh, they get deceived, and they end up losing uh, all their wealth. Maybe they've lost their houses. Maybe some illness has taken everything away. And I've heard some horrible stories of that. People who had everything and then all of a sudden it was gone and no fault of their own. But understand, all those things can happen to us. It's not, uh, those are not the things that we need. We need to trust in the Lord. And even though we don't have as much, perhaps God can use us. God can help us to be the kind of person he wants us to be. Uh, you know what? We're going to go through some temptation. The Bible says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say, When I am tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. So many times people want to blame God for their problems. God, if you hadn't allowed this to happen, just think Job could have said all those things. Job could have, as his wife told him, curse God and die. Job didn't do that. The Lord hath given and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That was the attitude of Job. Maybe that's something that we ought to try. Lord, I had this and now it's gone. You gave it to me and now you've seen fit to take it away, but I just need to praise you anyhow. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. Okay, God, I'm rejoicing. I've gone through some struggles today. I've had some pain I wish I didn't have. I've had some uh, difficult times. I've had some struggles. I've had some testings. I've had some temptations. But the Bible says, Let no man say when I am tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth any man. Don't blame him for your problems. Don't say, God, it's your fault. I would have never gotten this place if it hadn't been for you. You're the one that's caused all these things to happen in my life. You know, Satan went to uh, God and said, look at Job. And God says, you know what? Go ahead and do with him what you will. Just save his life. Did Job blame God? Said, God, it's your fault because you allowed these things to happen to me. There are reasons why certain things happen in our lives. Just think of uh, Joseph in the Old Testament. We relate how he is uh, in prison. He's been falsely accused, so he's in prison. Then if he hadn't gone to prison, he never would have met the bucker, never would have met the butler and the baker. He never would have been able to interpret their dreams. It wouldn't have allowed the... Uh, butler to get back out of prison and eventually two years after the fact go tell pharaoh when pharaoh had this dream where he didn't have an answer uh i know someone who can help you i knew someone who can interpret that dream but you know what joseph had to go through all that time in prison just to be there at that particular time someone has said well what happens if joseph had gotten out i mean why did the butler forget about joseph when uh Joseph was uh, interpreted that dream, and it came true three days later. Wouldn't you think he'd remembered Joseph and told Pharaoh about him? But it was all a part of God's plan. 
Sometimes the struggles, God's calendar, God's timing is a whole lot different than what we want, what we expect. Every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Don't blame God for the temptation. Understand it's you from your lust. The Bible says, When lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Lust, sin, death. Pleasure and sin for a season, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Boy, what a thing to think about. We certainly need to look to God to help us. We'll be doing more of that this next time out. Thanks for listening to this broadcast. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.